You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas. This is Taj Alexander. I'm here at Parlay in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. I'm just here kicking back, drinking some tequila <laughs> with a couple yes. good friends, a couple good fellas. Yes. Thank you. Shout out to Erwin. Thank you for having us, man. Um, he's in the background playing video games right now on, on, the, flat, on the big screen, on the wall. Um, really appreciate you having us here, man. Really, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let the guys introduce themselves here. So, so who else is in the room here? D Prince, CFRN. Yeah. Uh, my name's Jason Castillo. I'm here. <laughs> Sunset Park. Good. Yeah. yeah, baby. Yo, just shout out to like Sunset Park. Like I just told you guys, I recently moved. I was living in Sunset Park. Right. Now I'm in Williamsburg, but um, like I, I just have nothing but fond memories of being yeah. here, and there's yeah. nothing but respect. Like for you guys, like for those who don't know, like where is Sunset Park in Brooklyn? Like I'll let you, I'll let you do this with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunset Park is let's say it's south of Park Slope, so it's in the middle of Park Slope, uh, you have Bay Ridge to the south, and then you have Borough Park. It's kind of like in the middle where Greenwood Cemetery is. And uh, I don't know, I think it's one of the last old school neighborhoods in New York. Like, we don't have a Starbucks. At all. Sunset Park, what up? We don't have a Starbucks. Yeah. No Starbucks here. Yeah, that's one thing, like, you're so right, uh, Jay, about that. Like, living here, it's like one of the, the last real New York City neighborhoods. Um, because you have like real families here yeah. and people who've been here all yeah, their definitely. life, so you know, it's like it's really good to see. And for me, like moving here, you know, pretty recently and like just experiencing that, it was refreshing because I'm so used to like being in a city where everything's like um, too young, you know, everything's right. too yeah. new, you know, and yeah. you don't have a sense of history. And you, you actually long for that, even though everybody wants to be on the new this, the new that. It's actually like the things that have some like a story to it right. that I think last, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that, for me. That's what Sunset Park is meant for me. And it's like out the way, you know. It's yeah. not like yeah. it's not in the middle. Like you, you have to know where you're going to get to Sunset Park. You yeah. don't just roll up and stumble over here. So it's crazy because like when you're here, after not knowing anything about it, mm -hmm. like. You kind of have no reason to leave the hood because mm. you have just about everything you need. Yeah, right self-sufficient. Yeah, yeah, it is. All, all types of cuisines. Yo, oh, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing. Like moving here, I remember like sitting outside with you, Jason and, and Irwin, and I was just like, "Where do I go and get some good food?" And you guys like broke down every single like type of restaurant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like every nationality, ethnicity, background that I could like experience here in Sunset Park. And I was like, "Okay, like I got a lot of work to do." You know, like yeah. you guys like just showed me how diverse like culinary wise like the the food is here and just the people too like you're, yeah. you're not just like it's not just one type of person here you know nah, it's like nah. a little bit of everything and everyone here is like accepting of each other you know so i like that yeah, yeah. And, and it's not none of it's really expensive at all i mean mm. like you said it's, it's serving the community that's still here but what do you guys feel just in regards to like sunset park it is gaining a little bit of clout you know, people are starting to say it more proudly, um, and then, you know, you're seeing more different types of businesses and people moving here. Like, do you guys, are you for that? Are you like, uh, it's not looking at how you wanted to? Like, what do you guys think about it? Yeah, I'm kind of in between, but I'm, I'm all for, like, you know, gentrification and shit, as long as it, 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 as long as it furthers the people in the community. If it's for the betterment of the people in the community and they're involved in the process, mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm all for it. But, you know, the flip side of that coin is that, you know, a lot of people do get misplaced and left behind. Mm -hmm. I was walking on 
I think Fourth Avenue a few weeks uh, a few weeks ago uh, with my wife and my son, and I saw these uh, posters saying don't don't misplace the Sunset Park or something like that to that effect. Oh yeah, the, the like, bottom of the park. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. by Industry City. And they had like the, the flags up. Too, yeah, like, yeah, the different yeah. National national flags and like different like all the different Mexican, races and stuff there. Yeah, man. Like all the Caribbean flags and yeah. like everybody just saying like you know, like protect Sunset. Protect <laughs> us, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. it's real. So yeah. when it threatens those type of uh, people that have been here for a long time and. You know, threatens to push them out and push them away. I'm, I'm, that that part of uh, gentrifying, I'm not really for because you know you can't displace somebody that's been in a uh, neighborhood for 30 and, and years. They've you know seen it happen already. Yeah, in too many neighborhoods. Yeah, and that's why they're they're very adamant about it. Like, don't forget us. You're not gonna silently push us away. Yeah. So, but. Um, yeah, you know, you see different people getting off the train that you never saw. <laughs> you know, sure, sure. people get off the train, you see, you know, a couple you haven't seen in the past four years, and mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, it's it's changing. Oh yeah, it's before changing. before we even get started, like both of you guys, like say a little bit about what you do. You know, like I, I remember, you know, one of the things me and Jason were talking about for this episode is like, you know, talking about music. And how like you guys are both musicians? Mm-hmm. Um, explain a little bit about what you do, just so that the people know. Oh uh, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I'm primarily a guitarist, and I think that's the one thing that, if anybody knows me, what I do and what I'm about, I play guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play other instruments too, play bass. I dabble a little bit in other things. I can play drums, any hand percussions. Oh wow! But I, I am a guitarist and. Yeah, I mean, if it, there's one thing that's like an extension of my body that I don't have to think about, it's just like breathing. It's it's that, and mm. that's that's how deep into it I am. It's I do it every day nice. for I don't know, I can't even tell you how long. Yeah. 16, 17 years, something like that. Oh, wow. yeah. Shout out to like the the sessions, like the jam sessions you'll be having up in here. And yeah, that. yeah. Erwin's kind enough to let us do our thing here all the time. So yeah. Yeah, once again, to, man, like, yeah, Owen is like just killing it because like he he connects with what everyone else is doing and then like supports it. Yeah, you know, he like sees okay, you you're good at this, you're good at that, like, and just gives you a platform and a place to do it. Absolutely. I mean, this is what we're doing right now. So, yeah, like, that's, you know? that's another thing about yeah. Sunset Park. If you don't know Irwin, you're not. You're not. You're not, you're not with Sunset. Yeah, like, yeah, this is not. the god right here. Yeah, yeah. This is Sunset's yeah. deity. Yeah. Yo, I, I have to. I concur. I completely. Uh, believe that man like the day I met Erwin you know um, the day I met him I was walking down the block I was doing some laundry uh, with my wife and uh, <laughs> I, I was walking down like I think it was like 42nd and I was like yo what's that little spot over there on the corner like so we like randomly walked in and I see this Asian kid with dreads I was like yo you know he had like pay, like playing paid in full and I see like the vinyl and shit on the wall I was like yo mm-hmm. what is this little spot right. like where have I been and then I walked in and we uh you know ordered like a coffee and he we just randomly started talking I think because I had like a, a hat that said uh some logo on the hat that I had and he was like yo is that he asked me if it was somebody else. I was like, oh, nah. Oh, I know it was. It was a, a Long Island, New York hat that my, mm. my man uh, um, uh, designed. And he was asking me if it was something else. I was like, nah, my, my, my boy did this, and I'm just rocking it for him. And we just we just hit it off, man. And then been friends ever since. He helped name my son. Like, 
That's that, that's he helped name your son. He helped name wow. Apollo. Yeah, wow, he, he gave my son his middle name. Tell so. that story. Like, yes, I, he did. I, I, how did yeah, that come yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Well, first let me tell tell everybody who I am. <laughs> I didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. So well, we'll, don't don't let me forget about that though, because I'll pick up. I'll pick up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now nah, my name is D Prince, CFRN, uh, rapper, hip hop artist, whatever you want to call it, screenwriter, actor. You know, sneakers, wine, music, all that. That's what I do. Um, I've been rapping for my entire life, as far back as I can remember. Put out some albums. I'm here, and uh, I do it all, man. I do it all. I do music. Um, like I said, I scream right because I have a passion for film. Um, just like Jay said, the the one thing that I I, I uh, don't have to think about is is rap, like music. That's that's my gift. That's what I do. That's why I was born to do it. You know, that's what I'm focused on right now. So, right, yeah. Right. And Apollo. Apollo. <laughs> my yes. little man. Yeah. Uncle Rowan over there. Uncle Jay right here. Like <laughs> Uncle Carlos is across the street. Hey, yeah, yeah, shout yeah. to Sunset Botanica. Yeah, shout out to yo, Carlos. <laughs> shout out Barlos. Yo, Carlos is that guy, man. That's my like, man. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Yo, all right. No, tell the yeah, Apollo yeah, story first, and then I'm going to tell the Carlos yeah, uh, story. All I right, think, right. Um, so my wife was in here, and I met her here one day, and then, um, you know, Wait, you met your wife here? No, 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 no. I, I was she was she was here, <laughs> okay. and I came and I met her here. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I phrased right. I phrased it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, we we was talking about like names and stuff, and we didn't tell a lot of people the names that we were thinking about. And um, I think I think Irwin was playing some Miles Davis, and then they, we randomly started talking about it because that was one of the middle names we wanted to give him. He was like, and he 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 randomly said it like coincidentally was like. Yo, yo, why don't you name him Miles? Or like, and I was like, yo, that's dope. Like we were, that was one of the names we were thinking about. And it was like, it was like destiny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the universe put that there for him to like say that. And uh, yo, he was like, that's ill. He helped name our son. So that's real. Yeah. Man. So yeah, real. all family over here, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. All family. And not too long ago, like you were saying about Carlos, right across the street, Sunset mm -hmm. Botanica. Shout out to Carlos. Like one of the things that I was just about to tell a Carlos story. Like I think the, the first time I met Carlos was when um, there was a barbecue. I think he I mean, he was just grilling outside in the back of his his house in the backyard, and I was invited and I was like trying to look for the apartment number and I like ended up on the wrong street um, and like I ended up showing up late. But once I got there, um, like he did like it felt like five different courses of some of the best. Yeah. Like grilled barbecue, yeah. like backyard food Ever. I've had in my life. Ever. And I've been to many a barbecues, many a cookouts, and this guy was just on like a, it was like a weeknight. It wasn't even like a <laughs> holiday. He like pulled out cool. like these amazing like cuts of like meat and ribs and like seafood and chicken. And I was just like, where is all this coming from? And he was like, this is what I do. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, this is natural. So like, I got nothing but respect for Carl. And yes. just to meet him as a person, like if anybody can say anything, it's like, Carlos is probably a better person than he is a cook. That's crazy. You yeah, know, it's like, real. and he's, yeah, he's like one of the best it. cooks that I know, but right. like, he's probably even a better person. Yeah, he's, he's you know, such so a like, genuine soul. Yeah, man. every time I, I talk to him and meet with him or just like see him around, it's like he just nothing but like, he cares about good you. Yeah, you know, he does. Like, good yeah, vibes. Good vibes. All the so, time. so to see like Sunset Botanica open up right across the street, it's like, you know, just a further, yeah. you know, growth of the Parlay family, you know, Absolutely. and it's, it's just good to see. And that's what like I want to see more for Sunset Park, you know, it's right. for like businesses of the community sort of flourishing. Yeah, of course. You know? Like that's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's I, the side of it that 
I'm kind of with that, you know, with this new influx of different type of people coming in, people with money coming in, you know, some people are going to be displaced and it sucks, but it's going to kind of happen anyway. Right. But what's cool is that, you know, there are all these different avenues and different places and different opportunities that weren't there for us when we were growing up. And, right. you know, like, look at Industry City. Like, imagine we had oh, Industry man. City to play as a kid. Like, you know, Questlove DJing on a Sunday afternoon right. as a kid. Right, 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 like, right, right. Oh, who's this guy with yeah. the big throw? <laughs> crazy, well, yeah, no, I agree. Oh. It's Sunset Park, man. Well, Brooklyn in itself, like, so it's an amazing place to raise kids. But, like, you know, just because of the diversity. You know, in Sunset Park, too, man. Like, a lot of families over here. You know, like, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just, it's, it's a great place. Like like you said to to like be around if you're a child you imagine how fun it is like you say to like be down there. There's <laughs> nothing like, like that park. It is. It's there's crazy. nothing oh, like yeah. that. And park. the view like view the view yo, is crazy. Yo, if anyone like who's living in New York City or in Brooklyn or even just visiting New York, I I, I encourage you to go to the Sunset actual the park itself. Yeah. And check out the view of New York City from there. Like you will not see another view of the city like that like from brooklyn like from that part because it's on a hill you yeah know? and it's overlooking like, the entire it's yeah. like the southeast part of yeah the city, right? and, and you're looking yeah. it's like you're looking down at the yeah. city it's yeah. not yeah. like you're looking, you're looking down at it so it's like such a ill view man so and if, if you can at sunset at yeah. sunset, at sunset. Yeah. 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 yeah yo so like i i was like listening like i listen to a lot of different types of music and for me i'm sort of seeing how like the music scene is sort of going out like you know, like we were watching this video, like the FIFA and Chill, Copa 90, shout out to Copa 90, and like, you know, seeing Lil Yachty and stuff like yeah. that. Like, there's like a, a young class of people coming up, at least in rap, that are sort of changing like how music sounds. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, we have like the things that we grew up on. Yeah. You know, so hip -hop like. Hip hop purists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not yeah. even just hip hop, like just music in general. Like, you know, how do you guys feel just in regards to like you as a, as a all around musician? And like having a, a, a love for like the purity and the craft, and, and you as like a, a, a like a hip hop artist that understands like the history of it. Right. Like, how do you guys see music now? Like, um, I feel like before I, I used to consider myself like an old head of sorts, but honestly, I really fuck with everything going on today. Word. Like, word. There's no limitation to what anybody can do now. Right. And anybody is free to express themselves however they feel like. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm. I mean, as an artist, like, who, who's one to tell you as an artist that, no, you can't do this. Mm. You're not supposed to do it this way. It shouldn't sound like this. It shouldn't look like that. No, fuck that. Like, you should be able to do and express yourself however you please. And I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the beauty of music too. Like you know, um, <clears throat> you can, like I used to. I, I am an old head. <laughs> I say that proudly. Right, right. Proud old head. <laughs> I'm a proud old head. But, but I, I will never tell the young boys what they can and what they can't do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'm a I'm a rapper's rapper. I'm an MC's MC. Like I. And, and that's not me toot my own horn, like, you know, you know, I say, but that's DJ Premier to tell you because he co-signed what I do. So it's like, I, you know, I got respect from my older generation, too. Yeah. But I know about my older generation. I know about my forefathers and stuff like that. So it feels like sometimes we as like 
people of the 90s, like the golden era cats, like we feel, we're like the grumpy old men in hip hop, like get off my lawn, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I, had, I was like that for a while and then I had to really like open my heart and say, you know what, I don't want to become my parents, like y'all little motherfuckers don't know about this, uh, this, you know, this is some good music, they'll play something from like the 60s and 70s and tell us that's dope, mm -hmm. so I didn't want to become my parents, you know, and, and, and tell the young boys what they can and what they can't do. Because somebody tried that shit with us. Mm. We'd be like, man, what are you talking about? I'm listening to this Mob Deep. Yeah, I'm listening yeah, to this yeah, Illmatic. Yeah. I'm listening to this Purple Tape. <laughs> you know, this 36 Chambers. Yo. I'm I'm listening to this. Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, we have to allow them the same creativity and freedom that we had. Yeah. You know, even if I don't really like s something that's out, I'll, like I'll... I'll go back and give it a fair listen and mm -hmm. say, you know what, it's not my cup of tea, but this this is dope for the generation that's popping right now. This right. is what they want to yeah. do. You yeah. gotta let them do it. Yeah, and I'll even like I'm, again, I'm bringing it back to Parlay, but like when I one of the first times I came in here, like I, I walked past it a few times once I moved into the neighborhood because the the train stop that I walk home from passes right by Parlay. Right. right. So I was like just looking in the window, and every time I look in, I would see the um, the records. Yeah. I'm like. Hold up, like, yeah. you know, for me, like, when I see a, a nice establishment in, like, a neighborhood, I'm like, okay, is this, like, is this, has this been here for a while, or is right. it, like, is it something that's, um, you know, a part of gentrification, mm -hmm. or is it, like, of the community for real, for real, you know? Yeah. You so, don't know that unless yeah, you come in here. Exactly, like, so I would mm -hmm. pass by, and initially I was like, man, I don't know, like, is this, is it? But then I come in, and I, I like, look at the records up on the wall, and then I'm Was he here when you came in? Uh, I think so. No, 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 no. I think it was just uh, uh, someone who was working. Okay. And um, you know, I you know, hear the music they're playing. I'm like, okay, this is like more my type of energy. Right. And then I think the next time I came, I met Irwin, and then it just connected the dots for me all together. I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even just to sort of see us, like you know, even though we are like you know a little bit older, we're still relatively young. You know, right, in the absolutely. grand scheme of things. So like to see people like us sort of like. You know, appreciating the music that we were raised on, and even that are that is before us, you know, makes us even appreciate even more what's coming out now. Of course, because like you got to think like, <coughs> sorry, the artists like the the Kanyes or like the Earth Wind and Fires or the Outcasts, like all those people that that we consider like at the avant garde of their times, right? Like they were doing things that were unconventional for their era, you know. So like. If we're really in tune with that, we can actually appreciate and understand when people are doing that now and are pushing those boundaries and right. are creating new sounds and new ways of listening to music um, and not necessarily falling into like a format that necessarily like, um, you know, everyone subscribes to, exactly. you know, so I think there's nothing wrong with For that, sure. you know, as long as you appreciate where you come from, right. you know, because I think that's the whole thing is like all other genres of music, like the, those who are doing it now, they appreciate the people that came before yeah, them, they, they dig to. them up. I think we still do it through sampling, like with beats and stuff. Yeah, but, but like you gotta say it. You gotta yeah, like you course, gotta yeah, say something, yeah. man. You gotta say this is what influenced me to what I'm doing right now. Right. So, so you guys are saying like there might be maybe not maybe saying a lack of reverence is too strong of a term, but mm. like maybe there's some missing. Yeah. 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 I but mean, I think that's a part of like the hip hop thing is like like. Yeah, fuck what the old people did, you know. It's like, right, that's yo, a part they, of it. That they is a part of us, it. man. I'm telling you, these yo. young boys. What is that? Earthworm. Earth, is that? Yeah. All right. So Irwin's playing video games yeah. here, like Earthworm like I said Jim. earlier, and he's playing all these like classic video, like yes. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. Like oh my. Oh. Oh. No. 
Earthworm Jim Sun. Yeah. <laughs> doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. I am oh so going to go play that shit. Going to play. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, like, we may need to do, like, some episodes where we we're just to. playing video games during the episode. Like, Yo, we have to, Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. So, like, this is crazy. Like, I'm wow. like, a video This is, like, taking me back. Like, me I remember too. Being, for me, I remember being in, like, elementary school, coming home from school and playing this, like, for hours. Wow. Yeah, this, this yeah, game? Yeah, Earthworm Gym. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What, what were we playing? Was, uh... Yeah. Batman, Super Metroid, Super Metroid, yeah, yeah, Bruh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Metroid. <laughs> I'm telling you, best story of all time in video games. In Zelda, oh, yeah, Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything, anything Zelda. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like the anything storytelling Zelda. was just so strong. Yeah, now, yeah, would yeah, you yeah. guys, would you guys like play the game blind and try to figure it out, or would you get the strategy guide? Ooh. I think it depends on the game, but I know what you're talking right, about. Right, right. Some games where you just want to just dive in because you're just so excited to play it. Yeah, yeah. Other games like, okay, I gotta strategize. I can't yeah. just like roll up in here. Strategy guys were dope. Were you like a strategy person? <laughs> I would try to not be until it got too difficult. Too impossible. Yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah. yeah. But I that used was to, me too. Yeah. I'm not gonna front. Like that was yeah, me too. That was yeah. me too. Looking for the cheat codes. Looking, you know, it's like this levels a little too hard. You know. I, too. Yeah. I have to say though. Uh -huh. Ninja Gaiden never had a strategy guy. Yeah. Never needed one. Yeah. I was that obsessed with ninjas when I was a kid. Because <laughs> back then they had the, I don't know if y'all remember, some games had endless continues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, even like tying into that, like, I, I feel like with even video games and music for us, like, we all have like reference, reference points like that we remember that were important to us. Of course. Like, to even think about like younger kids, like there's certain things that are reference points for them. And like, who are we to say like, what you emotionally and mentally connect with, like what's a moment, cultural moment for you isn't valid. Right. That's, you know, that's who are we to say that? Like we would have hated if like those above us were to say like, even though they did, you know. Like, they did, yeah, they, like, we this got is stupid. We got but you know, but yeah, like, we, yeah. but like, you know, I think it's time to change that where like we can actually look at the younger generation and say, you know what, what you're doing is dope. And like, yeah. the things that you value are valuable, you know. And, Especially like, now, because there's any which, any which direction where anybody can draw inspiration from mm, right. like we're so connected like never before and yeah more now more than ever i believe yeah yeah i agree yeah Definitely. like do you guys feel like now that we we sort of grew up without social media you know we sort of grew up without the internet you right. know and not necessarily having to check in every day just to find out what your friends are doing you right. know you could literally just go outside and ask them <laughs> right you know yeah so for, for us now even like living in sunset park do you still feel like there's a sense of like life outside of the internet or is everything sort of permeated in the internet still or do you feel like you can still go outside and run into people naturally in bits yeah yeah yeah, little bits and pieces, yeah. Right. You think, I mean, it's look, man, we, we live in the age of social media. If you're 10 years old right now, and you can literally say, I grew up on social media, <laughs> you can yeah. go back yeah, yeah, and yeah. see those pictures from 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, Facebook came around when? 2004? It got a little mm. popular, maybe a little later? Yeah, around that time. Like 2004 or five. Yeah, so if you, if you were, like I said, if you're like, even if you're 15 years old and your parents been taking pictures of you since then, you can literally go back and see those pictures. So we live in a world where, you know, technology and social media just has taken over and it really 
you know, you got Insta moms, you know, uh, who who raise kids on Instagram, and you have the you know the Instagram models. I think we kind of talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who are making money off of social media and Instagram? It's anyway, it, you can make a living out of it. Mm. It can pay your bills. Yeah, and people do it. So. And it's for me, like I'm realizing more and more how like I I sort of like need to like disconnect from it, you know, and just live. Sometimes you, you know, do like yeah. even like it's, even using it for like I just use it for like the work that I do and that's it. It's like I don't I, d- I don't necessarily like put my personal life on the internet. Right. Um, but some people do because like it's a part of their, yeah it's a part yeah. of their look. Yeah, yeah. So so for me it's like I value like my personal life relationships more than just like publicizing my relationships. You know, right. like I don't like necessarily that I know these people. Like look who I know. I'm like, yo, like these are the people that I really care about, so I, I know, they know I care about them, so I don't need to like, um, I don't have to show it on Instagram. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a post, <laughs> right? Like, you know, I, I don't right. equate my my love for like a post, you know. So like for me, you know, I think it's important to, you know, just at least for for us now, like especially with like is music or anything that we're doing, to like not give in to just like thinking our life only exists on the internet, you know, right. or social media, you know. And I feel like at least for me. Living here in Sunset Park gave me that sense of like, you know, I still, even though like everything's on the internet, like I still felt like, you know, I could walk outside and meet someone new and, you know, yeah. start a genuine conversation with people. Right. And, you know, it didn't necessarily have to be through like, oh, who are you online? Like, what's your online presence look like? It was yeah. just like, <laughs> no, like, who are you as a person? Like, let's get to know each other, you right. know? So, that means a lot to me, at least, you know. Of, of course. Yeah. I mean, everybody I know over here was through Irwin. Mm-hmm. Pretty straight much. up, like, Pretty like much. when I when me and him became friends, and I, you know, you, you I'll come here, hang out, sit at the bar, have a glass of rose, or mm-hmm. and shoot the shit, and then somebody will walk in, you he walked in, you yeah, walked in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos was sitting at the bar one day, we just started just randomly talking, like, That's but a, but many yeah. people, like, all of my relationships came from right here. Yeah, that, that right yeah. here. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so Crazy. funny you say that because yeah, I remember there would be days where like I think that one of the first times I came in here, like I sat down and I'm like I'm new to Sunset Park. I don't know anyone. Right. I just you know I'm like man, do I, will I have any friends like that live in the neighborhood? Because yeah. it's like it's it's out the way. It's not like in the middle of the city. And you know I, I pull up and then Blake comes in and me and Blake we've known each other for a minute. And like we have a bunch of mutual friends, and like he's like, "Yo, what are you doing out here?" You know, I'm like, uh, "I live here." Like, what are you doing out here? Like, do you just make a trip? And he's like, "No, I live like pretty close." And like that started a conversation, and then like another one of uh, Blake's friends who also lives in the neighborhood came into into the uh, parlay, and I, you know it just like starts like that. So yeah. I feel like. The ripple of yeah, fame. yeah, parlay is like an incubator for yeah. it's crazy. like genuine relationships, right. like genuine friendships. Like, we like, all live like seven, eight blocks, blocks yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, where yeah. you live? Remember, I remember my first asked you when we were yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you live well, right up here. Even right Jay, I was like, park. Where you live? Right over there. I'm like, yeah. ah, this is amazing. Like, yeah, it, but it's it's because of parlay, right? Know? So right, this right. is this is like, this is the mecca. It's 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 kind of dope that like in order to not even just like just happen like you said you just happen to run into somebody from yeah. the hood like mm-hmm. all the time you don't have to text somebody oh what's, what's good what what's you doing what yeah. you getting into mm-hmm. 
we just run into each other down the block. Yeah. 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 Yeah businesses and places like Parlay that sort of provide that, right. you know, for, for people. Because for me, like, I feel like I enjoy myself more when I, like, have a good time that I didn't expect I was going to have. Absolutely. Like, like, a, like, a, like a Sunday that may seem dead in that the morning. That always happens. And then yeah. you just run into a couple of the, the homies, and then that turns into, like, a whole right. afternoon. And you all know? you got to do is come here. <laughs> come here after three. It's all, all the work you got to do. You Walk know? down the block. Just show up, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it's major. So, yeah, man. So, like, for, for us now, do we think that, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot happening right now in terms of uh, social issues and stuff we're dealing with on a political level with, like, the government and all that stuff. Yeah. I usually, like, I, I don't talk a lot of politics on the podcast. Yeah, I, I, um, I kind of stay away from it. Yeah, me too. I, me I too. mean, I'll talk about it if you want to, but I... Nah, but, but yeah. in regards to, like, the, the inverse of that, like, just living day-to-day life, like, do you guys feel that it's different? You know, especially like, as a creative, but also just as a person. Like, is it like a different climate now? It's, it's, just ne- to it's be- never gonna be the same anymore. Mm. Explain it's, what you mean by that. It's like, you can't, <laughs> I feel like everything has to come, you have to say and take everything with a grain of salt now. Yeah. And you gotta be really careful too. Like, you can't be as out there and as braggadocious, if you will, like about mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it's, it's a different time. Definitely it's a different, different social climate. A lot of people are, a lot of people are like brave now because mm. they have the platform. Right. Yeah. So it, I didn't even have to say that, but yeah. you said that. <laughs> but that's what I was, I was leaning towards. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are brave, man. Like these, these basically bigots, you know, and these people that support this this guy we have in office that we supposed to call a president. They feel like they have a a leader where they can, you know, a, a leader who's in the highest office in the world. This guy who, you know, can basically, basically like uh, sexually assaulted a woman and it was on tape and the motherfucker still got elected. Mm-hmm. So what does that say about us as a country? Not us. And I, and I'm not saying you, Jay or Irv, who's sitting there. Not us, just people. You know, like, what does that say? Like, irony hits me all the time. Like, there's a lot that we have sure. to deal with in regards to like cultural misunderstanding, police brutality, people just not really respecting each other. That I feel like it's 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 happening everywhere. But I think now more than ever, everything is just heightened. You know, before it was like under the radar. Everybody knew it existed, but now like. What we're dealing with in government, like it's like everything's out in the open now. Like right. now, you have to confront this. I think as minorities, we all know that. Yeah. But now, I think white America is now aware of how fucked up everything is. Yeah, because you know? it's 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 ugly. Like mm-hmm. and like you said, it's like it, it was like these uh, this war behind closed doors before. It was like that. It was more hidden. Like you know, people would do it, and you know, cases of things happening and. But now, you know, like I said, because we have this guy in office and mm-hmm. all the like all the crabs are coming out of their shell. Like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, like racism is on Front Street, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, now more than ever, we have to confront it head on. And you know, I, I don't have the patience for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the patience to teach somebody what they, what what's respectful and what's disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the patience for that. It's incumbent on them mm-hmm. to to 
know to know what lines are blurred and what lines are not. Yeah. So and we and when we check them, we gotta check them hard. Like does it to th- show them, you know? Does it affect your like your creative output? Like do you are you now like influenced to create work that sort of speaks to what's happening now or do you sort of see it as like an escape from all that's happening? Like how do you how do you use your, your music? Well I think that the crazy thing is that with everything going on now, music has always been a great uniter of people. And I think even more so than ever before that us as musicians in any capacity, whether as a writer, session musician like myself, a rapper like yourself, like we kind of have an unwritten responsibility now to like really take part in that, to be active in, in uniting even more. Of course. Through and by our art. Yeah. Of course, I agree. And you know, like, look, they had that terror attack at that uh, concert in London. It was at Ariana Grande. Yeah, Manchester, yeah. yeah. In Manchester. They brought, yeah, yeah, yeah. brought people together, though. Like, yeah. You know, it's, tragedy always brings people together. Like, yeah. the election was a tragedy and it forced people to stand together, right? So, yeah. it's like he's saying, we, we have to stick together and our art helps us do that. Mm. So, why not use it? Yeah, I feel like, man, like, one thing that I'm seeing is that now more than ever, like being a creative or being an artist, like having a platform to express yourself is more important than ever. Like we like now are, like when you think about it, artistic expression, if, if done like properly, is like one of the last few things that we can like honestly express opinions or honestly express how we're thinking and feeling. You know, like yeah. so many things, like with the media, it's all everything's super filtered. Everything yeah. is super <laughs> is. controlled, filtered, and has to be checked and screened and all this stuff. I think us as creatives and any form of creativity, like we are sort of like the last frontier of being able to express honest opinions artfully, like and and do it in a way where it connects with people and unites people, brings people together. You know, so I think that is a responsibility, man. Like, and and one of the things that I said, like when, when you know, the president got elected, I'm not even saying his name, but, <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Yeah. But like, when he got elected, I was like, now more than ever, like the people who are really about their shit, like the people that are really standing up for like our cultures and our music and our art, like that, now is the time to step it up. Yeah, you know, you now is the time up. to really put it in. Like, I really have no time to soak and sit and wait and like feel sorry for myself or bad for the, what, how things are happening. Yeah, you know, I'm in a place where things, you know, if we're looking at it, we got to do our thing. Um, so I'll just go back to, to to what you were saying to kind of build on what you were talking about mm-hmm. about the vultures and stuff. You know, people that use our culture. They take on a responsibility, whether they believe it or not. You know, the minute you start rapping records and you want to dress like hip-hop, you know, you want to wear all the clothes that we wear, you want to wear hats that say dope, you want to use words like swag, bae, you know, like when you start doing that, like, that's all well and good, like, we welcome that. But, like, just know that when you take on our culture, you inherit problems. And you, you inherit... You can identify with us, but you can never identify as us. Yeah, I don't think. But but yeah, but yeah. I don't think they inherit our problems. Not problems, <laughs> but more so like you inherit what we are going through. 
Because you can't just, you can't just, like, you know, take on a, a culture. Everybody's just taking a shot. Let me just take a little shot. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Not like, so let me, let me yeah, reframe yeah. that. Okay. Not our problems, but you inherit what we're, you inherit our struggle, mm. you know? And you have to be an ally. You have yeah. to stand as allies, just like you're yeah. saying. Like, you, you have to stand with us. Yeah, I think, I think inherit might be the wrong word. I think you become aware of our struggle. Okay, we can say aware. But not, I don't think people outside of the, the hip-hop culture or, like, black culture or even minority cultures, like, who come in to try to understand or they don't necessarily inherit, okay. like, I, I, the pain and everything or the history of it. Okay, but so... They, they can become aware and, like, do their work to... Right. To, yeah. To, to an extent, I agree with that. I'm going to push back a little bit just okay. because I have a mixed son. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to push back just a little bit on that because... My son is, is Swedish, mm -hmm. but he's black. Mm -hmm. So does he not inherit Swedish problems as well if we go live in mm -hmm. Sweden? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's racist and stuff yeah. out there too. I think I'm talking more in the sense of like someone who like is like fully outside of our culture. Okay. And then they like then they adopt it. And like they, that's a good word. That's what I'm that's, talking that's about. That's a good word. Not adopt. necessarily. Right, right, right. Like because your son's born into it. It's not necessarily right. something that he was outside of from the jump. Yeah, I like you know, I like that like, word. Yeah. Adopt. So you. Yeah. Essentially adopt, you know, our struggle. That's it. That's you know, the one. That's the that, one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. A little, little back and forth. I like that. That's it. <laughs> no, it's this so funny. Brother, this is brother. No, shit, it's so I funny because like I, even Irwin, like he mentioned, he's like, yo, like really, like the podcast is good, but there's not much back and forth or like. Yeah, no, like, we I, need I, that. Like, yeah, yeah I, because I, I feel like I'm around a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. But at the same time, we got to be able to show that we can like disagree yeah, on things or even just course. come to understanding. Yeah, it's a good back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Like, I, I don't mind um, having um, heated discussions or or passionate debates mm -hmm. with, with with my fellow brothers. Nah, because like brothers are gonna get into it. We gonna like you know what I'm saying? It's, but it's as long as like I said, we it should be it up that way. Like, like Anthony Bourdain said, you got to yeah. be passionate about what you love. And angry about what you hate. Mm. Of course. Otherwise, what's the point? Right, right, man. That's, right. that's what I like. That's what I said. It's a good little back, back and forth. I like that. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And for for like you guys, like, do you think that culturally, like, what's happening now in music, like, we're all being represented? Like, is all of our voices being heard through what's happening culturally, or do you think that there's like a lack of representation? Um, I don't think that, I don't think there's a lack of representation because you know we're out here now. Mm. Like there's no hiding us anymore. You can't sweep it under the rug anymore. Like we're out here mm. now. Maybe the next step is not even the fact whether you agree with it or not, but they still have to acknowledge it, mm -hmm. which yeah. it's not acknowledged. Like most people that have no experience with whatever plight is going on like it's just like oh it doesn't bother me mm. it is what it is yeah like you if you don't know you don't know yeah yeah that's kind of where i see things on that end are you, you referring that uh more like musically or just in like culture in general both but like i think yeah musically like i think for me what i see it i'm seeing like you know, there's a lot of different types of, like, there's more diverse types of artists that are coming out now, like, telling different stories. Um, maybe it's like, I think before, it was like either you're super conscious, you're super, like, you have a message and everything, or you're super belligerent, violent. Like, there was this whole, like, you're either one or the other. Yeah. And now more than ever, I think there's, like, a spectrum. Yeah. Like, you can sort of have your, 
J. Cole's and your Hell Kendrick's, yeah. but yeah. you can also have your your Twenty One Savage, your Lil you know Yachty's. Lil Yachty's, your, your <laughs> Migos, and Offset, yeah. and it all works. Like recently, you know, you see like Kendrick, you know, just did a song with Rich the Kid, um, New Freezer, and like. It, it slaps like it's a, it's a really? joint. It, you haven't heard it yet. Slapper. It's a joint. Like and, the, and the thing is, is like hearing that is like the perfect analogy for like the time we're in right now. Yeah. You have Kendrick, who go. You don't have to explain Kendrick. Super you know, analytical, Kendrick, super, super analytical. lyrical, but but also like has a message. Every word means something. Right. With Rich the Kid, shout out to Rich the Kid forever. Like Rich forever. Like with Famous Dex and and Jay Critch. And like all those guys, yeah, like you, and, and like they're all, yes, yeah, shout out to Brooklyn, and like, and it's like all of these guys are representing like people would say, oh man, they're just all talking about money and like clothes, and that's their only thing, and like, but to have both of them come together, they actually like validate each other, yeah, like Rich the Kid doing a track with Kendrick like validates him as someone who's like oh no Kendrick respects him like he doesn't just see him as like a young kid who's just talking about nothing um and Kendrick doing the track of Richard Kidd is like okay Kendrick's not just this safe smart rapper like he can actually do something that makes him more human you know I think doing the track with him makes him more human because when you when you're putting out such good work and everyone likes it and everyone's like oh you're the best your albums like are instant classics like then all of a sudden like you're no longer human you right. no longer can make mistakes you can no longer like just like be a be a regular person and like have fun you right. know you, you, everyone takes you too serious now it's too seriously now yeah. so i think that track like there'll probably be more to come but like i it's gotta sort of, hear that i didn't even I didn't yeah and I'm, I'm not even saying like it's a, a song that's like the song of the year or anything like but that but it's a slapper it's, it's a song that yeah it's got it's got a vibe to it but i think that's an example of what needs to happen more like we need right. musicians of like each end of the spectrum working together because then it's like okay like their whole right. audience is now introduced to a different wave right. and it's validated by the artists that they already like so like a whole bunch of Kendrick fans now know about Rich the Kid and that whole and Rich Forever and vice versa like now a bunch of Rich the Kid fans who are like yeah I don't listen to none of that like smart like you know like too much stuff like I just want to I just want to smoke and get high and you know drink something and the just lyrical like, miracle out. not <laughs> even that like, no, I, I no, no, that's, can that's, consider Kendrick a lyrical miracle dude that's I what think, uh, I think people said that's like, before. Yeah, yeah, I don't consider yeah, him yeah, that. Like, yeah. I don't think of him that way, but like people would generalize and say that. Yeah, they'd be like, just oh, like they would generalize the young the young cats and say right. they're just talking about like you know, lean, you right. know, and that's so <laughs> demeaning, that's so belittling to just say that because there's a story behind everything. Everything. Um, so yeah, I just went on a little rant, but nah, that's okay. sort of what it's I good, think, yeah, man. Yeah. Is yeah. like if we're listening to all these different artists and like we appreciate all, like you're saying, yeah. Jason, you you yeah. appreciate the whole spectrum. Like we should see all these artists begin to work together because that's gonna bring out new type of art, you know? That's gonna like make the young cats who like are into one thing and are passionate about it open their ears to something else. Right. And vice versa, the people who are into the older stuff will be like, you know what, no, this is also dope too. Right. Maybe I'm missing out on a whole treasure trove of good music just because of my opinion. Right. You know, so yeah. Which is, is that's sad, you like, like, like I said, man, I used to be that type of guy, I used to be, um, like, oh, I didn't like this. Well, I don't like that. It's too. What the fuck is this? It's new. I, I was the grumpy <laughs> was old head. I was. Yeah, I was dead ass. I was they, saying. They're playing Contra now, so just shout out yo, to Contra. Yo, Contra yeah. 3, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Yeah, we still playing games in here while this whole yeah, conversation's yeah. happening. So, like, yeah, but continue. continue. I'm sorry. I'm um, not. Nah, it's okay. Um, but I, I was. I was like the, the grumpy man in hip hop until 
you know, like I said, I I was on the train one day and I um, saw a kid. He must have been like 11 years old, mm-hmm. and he was rapping. He was rapping. I think it was was it Little Yachty. It might have been a Little Yachty. It was one of those trap records, mm-hmm. like. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, hip hop is really a, a worldwide, global, everybody thing. Like, mm-hmm. everyone can get in on it. Yep. You know, and but but you you gotta respect the young boys, the young lords. You gotta give them, you gotta let them do what they do. Man. Do you feel like not even as as a rapper, not even as a writer, just as a New Yorker? Because mm. you know, and this question goes to everybody in the yeah, room. As yeah, a New yeah. Yorker, do you feel like you? Have a certain ownership of it too. I kind of culturally do. speaking, like yeah, oh, this is from New York. That's yeah, back. you know yeah. what I'm saying. I kind of, I, I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of feel like Yo, that. My, my parents, like, I kind of feel like that. Grew up like their life is in the Bronx. Like my my aunt, my mother's sister, went to like one of the first hip hop parties growing up on Cedric Avenue, like she was there. Like she knew all of the original pioneers by like their real first name. Like she grew up in it. So like for me, like when I see like the get down and stuff like that, like my my family Amazing show. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Dice, he was in it. Amazing Um, show. But like that, like they lived that. You know, and like the real version, you know, so like that was their life. So for me, yes, I feel like I am a part of the hip hop lineage just based off association. Right. Um, So I do feel a little bit of ownership. But, you know, for me, like and I'm in the room with an actual MC, like I don't rap. You know, <laughs> now, again, like hip hop isn't just rap. There's so many other elements yeah, to it. Of course. But like, I respect it. I appreciate it, and I protect it on the sense of like, I respect out of appreciation. Like, I look at you, and I'm like, yo, this is someone that represents our culture, like respectfully and appreciate does it the right it, way. Appreciate so like, it. people need to know about you. You know, and like, and I feel like those who like are doing it the right way, need, we need to lift them up. You know, like, cause the thing is, like, when you're so focused, like, you know, as an artist, like, in, in anything you do. Like, you're focused on creating. Like, you're not necessarily thinking about, like, oh, how am I going to, like, what's the best way to get this out and stuff like that. You just want to create the best work possible. First. It's up to yeah, yeah, your, the people around you to champion you, you yeah. know? You know, and if you champion yourself first, then the people around you who care about you will also do the same. Absolutely. So, like, culturally, like, your que- go back to your question, I do feel a sense of ownership, but it's out of appreciation and wanting people just to, to like, if you, if you like, a, love something, like, you want people to see the best of it. You know, you don't want people talking down on what, like, you love, right. you know? So, like, if we love hip-hop culture, we got to represent it correctly and, like, hold it up to a standard where people are like, yo, like, we we see why you love it, even if we don't get it. Yeah. You know, we see why you love this. We see why you take ownership of it. Um, so we need more people like that, I think. I'll take it a step further. I'll even say, like, um, if you're looking at, you saying everything needs to be um, represented equally, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, culturally, yes. There are other elements of hip hop, but those elements are not even being represented anymore. Hmm. You know, there's no more break dancing. There's no more nah, DJs. Nah, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say. I that. mean, it's this here. Yeah, you would be disrespecting a lot of. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Wait, I'm not the done. I, I, didn't I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. It's represented, <laughs> but it's mostly represented overseas. That's very true. So That's very you go true. to Germany. Yeah. You go Yo, Europe, to Spain, Europe, Japan. Europe and yeah. Japan. I've been Korea. to Japan many times. Mm-hmm. Bro, they still listen to like you know what's hip hop for them? Mm. De La Soul, mm. Most Deaf, Black Star, Tyler Kali. Like you have like Japan breakdancers who are more famous than the hip hop, like the of course, rappers. Of course. Yes. Like there are dancers that are yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There are breakdancers that are more popular. You. 
than the rappers. And I, and I feel like that's that's important, man. Like, of course. Yeah, like that. So, yeah. Just, those yo, yeah. dudes I used to see, like, in the Sifes at Union Square on the mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be. It wouldn't even be a thing. Some guy would fucking come through with a big boom box, plop it on top of the trash can, collect <laughs> money for batteries. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then everybody would just be getting down, whatever. And mm. some of these guys, you know, they were just regular New Yorkers, regular, just yeah, have day jobs. Now they're like teaching in Europe and Singapore, yeah. and like, this is crazy. Yeah, of course. Shout out to my OG Hitmaster Fish. What up? Hey. hey. What up? What up? Yeah, man. Like, it's. You know, like I said, that's what I said. Let me finish my statement. Yeah, yeah. Was, we just cut you off. Yeah, all I love it. It's all good. It's all good. You know, because I, I say that shit all the time. Like, hip hop here and hip hop there have two different meanings. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think these old school cats can still go and tour? Hip hop here and hip hop there are two different things. You know, and, and like going back to what Jay said, like all the elements, like they've been kind of suppressed in the United States. Yeah. You know, anyone could put DJ in front of their name and go and DJ a party. You don't even like. You don't have to know how to mix. You know. You don't. You don't have to know how to. You know. Cue records up. You can just put DJ on your name and start rock. You got models that are DJs now. That's not a bad thing. That's that's dope. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, if you uh, call yourself a DJ, you can't tell me who. You know. Um, who uh, Cool Herc is? Mm. If I say who's Cool Herc and you don't know who that is, you say you're a DJ. That's a little disrespectful mm. to me. So, so like, I mean, I think now, like, at least, I mean, we live in New York, so we, we're like, we live the New York experience. I'm pretty sure in a lot of other places too, like, there are a lot of DJs. You know, there are a lot of people who, who are DJs. And shout out to all the DJs who listen to this and like are, are part of the family. Um, like, do you guys sense that there are um, enough people who are actually like doing that type of homework, or do you think it's it's like somewhere people use because it's like, oh, this is a, this is a, this is another way to make money, truthfully, think, but is I'm, it is it something where people are, are necessarily doing the homework and like respecting like what the art of DJing is? I would say it's the latter. I think it's people who who see it as a means to make more money. And again, like I said, make your money. I'm not I'm not hating on that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But you know, know a little bit about what a DJ is. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, DJs put rappers on. Mm-hmm. You don't get that now. When someone says, a DJ can't put a rapper on unless you're like. Funk Flex or somebody like that. You're, you I don't even that's think. Different. I honestly don't even think he has that power anymore. Honest, honestly, because like nowadays, like it's it's almost like an afterthought. Like I don't even think the youth now would even respect a DJ introducing an artist. Like, right. Like yeah. now everything's so like just it's a social media thing again. Everyone yeah. wants to know the person first. Yeah. Of course. Like they want to know who you are, what you eat. You have to have a presence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You who have was to have that that said you they have had to have a, a presence? Yeah. Somebody said they got a million followers before they were Lil Yachty. I could believe that. He said it. I was I, looking I at uh, was it was some show he was on and they were like, yeah. Yo, what did you like? They they was like, yo, I read somewhere that you uh got your followers up before you put any music out. He was like, yeah, I made sure I got a million followers before I put out any records. Mm. That's, that's just the that's day we're living crazy. in. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, and that's what's up. I love it. online like, presence and personality. Like, how many, how many dope artists we know out there that are crazy mm-hmm. lyrically, right. composition-wise, yeah. about the craft, but, like, they don't yeah, have I'm that gonna, online personality. I'm going to say right. something. I'm, I'm the biggest Nas fan. Like, I'm gonna say something that is not talking about Nas's music in any way or any shape or form. Like, Nas is like, he's got to, he's a part of me, you know? So, like, it's not even like, (laughs) this is not a diss or anything like that. But 
I wonder how Nas, an artist, you know his personality type. He's very reclusive. Yeah, very he don't, in the cut. He don't fuck with nobody. Would, would, <laughs> would he not music? I'm, apart from the music, would he survive? Like this, like if he came out today, right? Like music well, is still amazing, right? But in regards to like keeping up a, a even though as, as shallow as it is, a social media presence and like sort of cultivating an audience through that. Could you think he could do that? His Instagram is lit, but nah, nah that's because he he's already established himself. Right, right, but right. But like, right, if he was right, an right. unknown, like, right. if he was like a little yachty, like, I don't, I don't see Nas like, you know, right. garnering <laughs> that you type mean, of presence. You mean the climate that we're in, as far as like how? Yo, have you seen any of his interviews from back in the day? He yeah, would say of like three words. Yeah, he was, like when he yeah. asked the question, you're like, yeah. yeah. He's right, like the yeah. Greg Popovich of hip hop. Oh my That's god! So like he was such like he'll say three words and like yeah. the the interviewer would just be like and yeah. He was uh, almost like, more. He's almost to me. He's more interesting on music than he has that. Like that's the thing. But, like, but, but and that's the thing, though. It's like, and that's that's the sad. Shout part to Nas, though. Yeah, shout to Nas all the way. Go. But the that's goat, the sad bro. thing about it is that like sometimes you have artists nowadays who like they cultivate such a strong media presence, but their music sucks. It's yeah. trash, and it's yeah. like. But because of their presence, they'll be listened to before the artist who actually has quality yeah. music, who doesn't necessarily focus on cultivating a, an image. Not saying that is a bad thing that you know that you can cultivate an image online, but I'm saying, like, the music always has to come first. Of course. You know, like for a culture to survive, like especially musically, like if the music becomes secondary to like what's important in that musical culture, like then. You begin to lose yourself. You lose your identity. Then anyone can claim it, and it's no longer what it was meant to be. You know. So like that for me, that's what I see, and I'm like, yo, like, you can do your online thing, but like, make sure you're making the art like to back it up. Yeah. You know, like music. Saying, gotta yeah. Be I guess this is where you guys are saying the lack of reference comes in. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The music gotta be dope, man. Like at the end of the day, if the if like again, like I said, I'm a rapper's rapper. Like mm. I like. Bars. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. I want to hear some shit. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to hear. So, and I'm not getting that no, from a lot of artists no. today. You know, I mean, a lot of these artists are good, though. They're good at what they're doing. Fuck that. Yeah. They're great at what they're doing. And I support them because, for, for one, to kind of go off track a little bit, mm -hmm. a lot of them are young black men getting a check. Get mm -hmm. your money. It's get funny. your money, bro. Yeah. You young, you black. Get your money straight up. I'm not hating. Get yeah. as much money as you can, nigga. So when you're you you, you having kids, they can be driving Porsches to school, nigga. Like, yeah, Do yeah. That. Get your money. I'm not mad at that. But like, you know, again, me what I put out. So I feel like in a, a lot of my, my new album is like that. I, a lot of my new album is like trappy, mm -hmm. but it's dope trappy. Like it's it's bars. Mm -hmm. In there, now and you, so that's what you got to do. Yeah. You got to make music that's out there. You have to make music that that's comparable to what's going on. Yeah, and you, know? and you you saying like you like bars. Like I mean, I'll say another thing that might be a little bit like controversial. Bars. But well, let's get controversial. Yeah, let's get controversial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get controversial. Like you got to think like an artist like Young Thug, right? I know you just spilt your, your um, you just almost spit out your your tequila, but an artist like Young Thug, right? Now he. <sighs> Like you say you like bars, right? Yeah. Have you have you ever like critic yeah. not just heard a song, but have you ever like critically listened to like the things he actually says? I heard that record, Wyclef John. 
Mm, okay, what'd you think about that? It's Young Thug, man. It's yeah. it's it's his now this his thing in the video too. Like, there's one thing that I noticed that he does is that like he has flow. Like he has he has better flow than a lot of rappers that even we respect. Yes. Like right. he'll he'll be yes. able to flow and like mince and like like mesh words in a way, but still make sense if you really listen to yeah. it that a lot of people can't do. Like so that's one thing that I really respect about like artists like Young Thug is that he'll say some things that are crazy okay. and like but say in a way where like even your favorite rapper may not be able to do it like that and get away with it and like make it sound good. Like and still make it sound like a song, like a good song. I haven't dug deep enough into his music to be as critical. Okay. Or, or not even critical, just like uh, constructually. Like mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I, I I've I, never given it like a detail. Yeah, me. Like, I have. You know, I'm I sorry. Have. I have. Like I, I listen. And and no I'm judgment. Like, yeah. No like, judgment. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, listen to it. I'm like, okay. Like why? Why does everyone like it? I can understand because it's catchy. And like he he, he gets in yeah he gets ignorant. <laughs> it's ignorant but That's but, but there's it. like a deeper level not even just him his music but like there is a deeper level to what like those type of artists are actually saying right um I'll like sit down and give it a good yeah listen. Yeah, yeah I will yeah. I, you know and people put me on the shit all the time like people put me on the new artists. You know, Erwin has put me on a was a Go Link. That's my mm. guy, bro. I like him. That's that's my guy. Go Link is dope. Go Link is that's, shout out to Go Link. He's that's a great. I didn't even know about him. Yeah. My man, one no, day he's that, playing some music, and I'm sitting at the bar like, he's oh, a, this is yo, yo who is this? This is a great example. He of put me on the Chance the Rapper. I, guy, these are so, dudes that yeah. I never would have given a listen to. Yeah. Even though they're Chance the Rapper is probably the biggest independent artist right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? N not signed to no label, one Grammy. It's not ever. 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 If not ever. Ever. He's amazing. Yeah. But I like but people like I said, people put me onto these cats all the time. You know, Chance the Rapper, I was saying, Go Link. Um, you know, I I listen to these dudes and once you were I give them a, a listen. Go Link show a couple weeks ago. Oh really? How was that? Out here? Yo, that show was, was crazy. crazy. In and Brooklyn? Yeah, in Brooklyn. In wow. Brooklyn Steel. Um it was Gold Link and then Masego Open. Oh, and Masego was oh, Masego Open man. and then yo and then um oh, and then Joey Bass oh, pops out. God, wow. Yeah. God, yeah, I missed yeah. out on that one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one thing, man. Like an artist like Gold Link is like I think he's that perfect mesh. I mean not perfect, but like he's a great mesh of like Taking from the roots of like everything. the DMV, GoGo, so Go, like shout out to Go Baltimore, like that culture, the DC culture, and like like the history of it, but also like the new stuff that people aren't even on yet. Right. Like so, he'll be like making music, like using different flows and vibes that are like completely like haven't even been used yet. Like these are like new things, but also reaching back into like the old and like yeah. the history. So like, I think he's a great example of like the artists that we need to see more of, or, like people yeah. that like are challenging what music should sound like, still being relevant, but also agreed. Um, like. Making sure people recognize, okay, this is where like this like history and the culture of like black music, hip hop culture music, like this is where it comes from. Right. You know, we need more people like we that. We do. Like know? him, you know, Anderson Pat, I really like. Oh, Anderson, like yo, he's like you know, he's like all around. Like, yeah. He does everything. He yeah. plays instruments. And yeah, I saw him at Afropunk. Bro, he can like, rap. He can say. He can do yo, anything. I was at Afropunk and like I hear him like on like vibing, like singing on the stage, right? Wait, where where is he? Like we, we see the whole band playing, and we're like, Sitting we hear somebody. Yeah, we're like looking at each of the the, 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 the like musicians, thinking like, where is he? Like playing the drums now, or is he at the piano? Like we, we're looking for him because we're waiting to back. 
So like just to see how many instruments he can play well yeah. and sort of create like a full concept of what his music should sound like, like that is the artist that I'm like, yo, we need more people like that. Yeah. You know? He's like he's like the the prince of rap. Mm. Like like wow. the way like yeah, because he does everything. Uh, I can see that. He yeah. does everything, bro. I can bro. see that. Yeah. So like he's like the like you know how Prince played like what is it, seventeen instruments or some shit like yeah. that? Mm -hmm. And he could sing. Like that's how Anderson Pack is. He plays all these instruments. He can rap. He can sing. He can do everything. So, mm -hmm. for me, yeah. those are my favorite artists and musicians. Like how yeah. you were saying earlier, how you know there's a wide spectrum of you know artists from one side working with those from the other. Like those type of artists now that are like multiplicitous, that can do everything and mm -hmm. just experiment in every genre and just go in any direction. Like those are the ones that me as a musician, those are the ones that I fuck with the hardest. Mm -hmm. Like they don't constrain themselves to one style or one sound and right. they just they just go that's that's why I'm you know, I always said that <laughs> I really envy rock artists mm. you know rock comes from us you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. but I, I, I really envy like just like the Beatles mm. and I guarantee you if every Beatle was alive and they did a show today sold out Mm. Instantly. Sold out. Instantly. Sold the fuck out. For bro. like 400, yeah. 500 for nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead ass. Like, yeah. even like, you know, the, the Pink Floyds and, um, you know, I, I envy them because you can't rap forever. Mm. But you can, like, Paul McCartney still does shows. He's 70 something. He's, you can perform when you're a jazz artist, Yo, when you're a rapper. You can perform is, until you go in the grave. I will say, I, I saw Paul McCartney at City Field in 2009. Mm. That man did not take a sip of water for mm. four hours. Crazy. Like, did not sip water. Masterful. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that, you know, look at people like Kanye West and Riri working with him. And, you know, he's, he's still relevant. Mm -hmm. Still relevant. 50 years in the game. Name me one rapper that's been around 50 years. Well, rap ain't even been around 50, 50 years. years. right, you can't say so, that. So, yeah. like, we'll, we'll, when rap reaches 50, name me a rapper that's still re relevant. I could tell you who will be if he's still alive. LL Cool J. Really? The fact that, he, I'm telling you, LL Cool J I, will still be relevant. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't find him to be musically re relevant now. Like, I'm talking about I mean, like I mean just like that iconic status. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, does, of course. He's on of TV. Yeah. He don't, he don't I was need like, that. You know, he's probably going to be like... Yeah, I mean... He'll probably just, have part ownership of CBS. Of course. Right, right, right. Something like that. Yeah, like, for, for me, know. I think like the artist... I mean, it's the easy answer, but it's Jay. Jay Z. Jay is like now, like we're living, like we're watching him now. Like each year he continues to do music. He's like raising the age limit to what it means to be a hip-hop artist. he's 48. Yeah, like forty-four. You gotta think, like he. Yeah, it's like he's doing uh, something right now that, like, even if the music, not everyone like who's young now is like into it. Right. Like, he's making a way to where like all these young artists now, if they want to have this long career, if they want to be able to tour when they're in like they're past their prime, yeah. like they're gonna be able to do that because of what Jay Z's doing now. Yeah. Because like, and people don't really even appreciate it now, which is crazy. But I think after Jay finishes his run. It's gonna be like, yo, thank you for like giving us at least the, the, the choice or the freedom to say we can become a Paul McCartney. Yeah. We could actually like do this music thing well on a high level and people still love it for years and years to come. Cause since hip hop is so new, like the thing is like for the past few decades, it's been like, yo, after a certain age, like no one else is listening.
But now Jay's opening that way for like everyone's like, okay, like now, like we're, we're actually waiting to see, oh, is he gonna drop another one? Like, it, like I'll be happy if Four 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 was his last album. Like honestly, I would too, but I'd I be know content. for a fact it ain't. It ain't. I know he's got more heat. You know, yeah, and, Jay is a. No, and he's even gonna that, keep going. Yeah, he's even, retired like what five times already. Right, right, right. <laughs> and even that uh, recent GQ article that came out about Andre 3000. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yeah, oh, when he said, um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't read it, but like, he said like, yo, that's a better rapper than him. He, that's heavy. He, he said he didn't have the spark or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but he said like if if he were to pass, like there's like hours of music that he still has that he hasn't released yet. I think Andre 3000 like. It's so ironic because he's so, like, I think it's a part of his brand that he's, like, so, like, oh, I don't do the music thing anymore. But then whenever he's on a feature, like, he kills it. Solo. I think that's his thing. Solo, but that, but yeah, he, he's, 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 he's playing with us right now. He oh knows what he's doing. God. He's a smart dude. He knows what he's doing. He's, like, making a scene. Like, he's making us, like, want to hear him more. Like, yeah. By, by telling us he's done, he's, like, the, the minute he does a feature like that off of Frank's oh album, like, my. God. We love it even more because we value it, like, because he doesn't have to. He doesn't like, he, have to. He makes it clear to us, like, yo, I could be done with this any moment I wanted to, but he chooses yeah. to bless us with a solo verse. That was you the know? dopest like, verse that year. I must have yeah. listened to that shit a thousand yeah. times. But I think it, yeah, it's crazy. so funny because, like, if you talk about, like, the Paul McCartney's and the Bruce Springsteen's, Andre 3000 is the one person, I think, who could, like, easily, like, do that if he wanted to. Right. Like, he would pull out, like, he would sell out, a, like, these amazing crowds, these huge crowds right now. You know without who else any, could do Without it? any, like, press or publication. Like, he would just literally, if he said he's doing a show somewhere, mm -hmm. anywhere in the world, he could probably pull a, a crazy crowd. I, so, okay, so let's, let's do this. Let's play this game. Mm -hmm. Who's the first artist you think is going to have a, uh, not artist, mm -hmm. rapper, Who's gonna have a Vegas show? I when I say Vegas, wait, 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 hold uh, on. Let, 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 me, let me build a little bit. Are you talking about like a shitty Vegas no, residency no, 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 at, at the Golden Nugget or something like that? I'm what Britney Spears and J Lo's doing right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah, Mariah Carey. You're laughing at me, but let me. No, let me, no, let me no, man. You're laughing at me. Let me tell you this. Okay. You know who the first rapper I believe will have a, a Vegas show, and not a shitty Vegas show. I'm talking about Caesar's Palace. One of those big venues, okay. two or three times a night. Now, is it going to be like a show like sold a, out? Like a one week, two week stretch? Or are you talking about like a? I'm talking about when like he, a four month. I'm there like year long. <laughs> I'm talking about maybe like a a, a ten a ten week um uh like stretch. That's intense. Listen, mm. hit me out. <laughs> So I'm gonna give you three people okay. that can do that. Okay, all right, we're listening. Number one, Snoop. Number one, Snoop Dogg. I think Snoop is the only one who can do it and still be cool. Snoop damn near 50. He would, like he's the he only one who keep this. He got two shows. He got I would, a show with Martha Stewart. See that. Snoop was the only person because like he's doing stuff with Martha Stewart right now and he Bruh. still and he still hasn't lost cool points. And he has I the would Joker's, pay to see that. He's the only. All right, I, I hear the other two people you're talking about, but I think Snoop, that's actually a good answer. So because, like, there's I no one else who I think... Snoop. Who would not pay to see Because, like, for me, like, when I imagine, like, a Vegas artist, like, even, like, the people are doing, like, the J-Lo's now, it's like, I feel like it almost represents, like... The graveyard? Just, is it, no, the graveyard, or is nah. it you're just going for the, get, to get a bag? No. That's it. That's it to no. me. Yeah, that's you get the bag, but I just look, man. For, so, for, so, for me, when you said Snoop, that's the only person who I could think... The only one? He's the only one who has enough, for me, who's, like, cool enough to actually pull it off and still have like 
credibility let's, aspect. Yeah, exactly. Because he's done it. Like, he, he was doing yeah. a show with Martha Stewart right now, and he's still Funny, Snoop. bro. And Snoop he's still himself. He's, game, he's the only person I know can do it. But who else are you saying? Okay. So I know for a fact the next two you're not going to agree with me, but I'm going to just say I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that you were able to make me agree with even one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Snoop. Think about that. So, Snoop. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uncle Snoop, we gonna come out, smoke his J, blow his weed. He could do that till he's sixty-five. Oh, Bro, listen. He's to the me. Willie Nelson of hip hop. Listen, to, he, yeah, he's he the, is. He's yeah, the he Willie is. Nelson of hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Okay. Nas. Nah, I don't Nas. Nas. He's gonna no. come out. Nah. His, his no. name. No. You see how his name is coming? No. Nas, bro. Explain why. Let me just not say no. Explain why. It's okay. I play devil's advocate. I want to hear it. That's me. I want to hear it. Anyone that knows me knows I I take unpopular positions and argue them. Okay. Okay. Nas. Nas, the body of work that Nas has Mm -hmm. from Illmatic Mm -hmm. all the way up to now, he could perform. It's almost like when Jay-Z was doing... um, Reasonable doubt over at like I think it was Master Square Garden yeah. or was it the Barclays? It was one of them. Yeah. Back in like 2006, oh, yeah, it was yeah. like with the 10 year anniversary or of something like a Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think Nas will, can do that with his with his catalog. Mm. He's one of the greatest MCs ever. To have that on display, you're, you you guys are thinking he can't because of his personality. Snoop is a loose cannon. Like when I bro, when I lived in Cali, I went to Snoop House. Mm-hmm. This is a dead ass real story. Mm-hmm. He lives in Chino, where he lived in Chino. Mm-hmm. Chino is on the outskirts of, it's, it's like Inland Empire, what they call mm-hmm. out in Cali. Mm-hmm. When I showed up to Snoop Crib, me and two other homies, it was like, yo, this is house. Yo, you can walk right up to his house, knock on his door. Yo, what's up, homie? Mm-hmm. Snoop opened the door, hey, what up, cub? Like, you know what I mean? Come in the back, come on in, homie. Nigga invited me to his crib, we smoking yeah. a J, shows yeah. me the Lakers court in the back. Nas ain't like that. You ain't gonna yeah. know what Nas look. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, like, I'm like the but, biggest Nas fan, no. but like, I don't think like don't the That's way okay. the, the story you the, like the, the, what you just said about Snoop. I don't think I would have such a good time if I were to go over to Nas. No, like, right? Like, right. Like, I, I, I just don't no. think like he, he, he. I don't think he can entertain like a Snoop can. You Bro, know? I'm I just know. saying. I'm just I, saying. I, I hear you. Like, but there's I no novelty to Nas's shit. I just think that he'll be the. He'll be. I'm, I'm giving you different options though. I didn't say okay. just Nas. Okay, there's still one right? more. There's still one more. Jay Z. No. Absolutely. No. See, the thing about Jay. Jay Z don't have to do. Jay's it. branded himself as right, like right. he's gonna be the owner of the peop, like the owner of the, the the party or like the owner of the show that's put on to do the Vegas art. He's not gonna be the person working for the check. He's gonna want the sign in the check. Sign in the check. Like he's 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 he can't do that. Like, I would think that's such a big L if I if I saw Jay. On stage at like 60 years old. I'm still like, gonna say Nas, man. On the Vegas stage. I'm still, like. So I'm still gonna say Snoop, Jay Z, Nas. All right. For, those are the only three artists uh, that I think are doing. I only take Snoop. Snoop. I only uh, take Snoop. I only take Snoop. Nas would take an L for me if I, I saw him. But see, notice how I put Snoop first. Yeah, yeah. Snoop is the only person I think could actually like I put do Snoop that first because like his image. It's right. like he's the he's like he's grandpa in the hip. Yeah. Like, he's like grandpa of hip hop. He's the yeah. He's the only person who would make sense to me. Right. But anyone okay. else is like, nah, like, maybe, I, I, would, I would hurt me a little bit. I think that's why I'm saying no so mad. Like, cause you know, it's like, yeah, it's I like, you, it's like you. the whole like, damn the homie in high school, you was the man. man. Right. Like, I'll just be like, ah, like, right. what are you saying, Jake? What are you saying? The only ones that see doing it is like, who broke that need that check. Right. 
That's the so thing. You that's just think, that's, that's what I those are the only ones. So you don't think it has nothing. So see, I'm a performer though. That's the so thing. that's why I'm saying. You're looking so you at it from the art, right? Like, but I'm saying it's for people that like they they still gotta pay the bills. But we wouldn't. So you're not even looking at it from just like a performer's perspective to keep. That's going. the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking at it as just a performer. I'm like looking at it as somebody who like is in need to pay their bills and needs to pay for their school's tuition, so the, like so, the child's tuition. Like I don't see it as someone like, who's like. I would guess like DMX before Nas or Jay. Or so Debbie like Reynolds. Oh, DMX might be a wait, good wait, one. Yeah, so I would DM, I would go to see oh, a DMX show. Yeah, I say DMX. DMX. I'll bump it over over Nas. So Snoop DMX. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Maybe like a Jay and Nas, I would love to see them perform if they love performing, like like a Beyonce. You could tell she Beyonce was, she could was do it. she was born she, to be on. I'm not even talking about Vegas. I'm just saying like she's performing, gotcha. like that's someone who I'd pay to see like yeah. when she's like further along in life because gotcha. like those people they that's a part of who they're, they're identity. Like Alicia like, Keys being on stage and performing like they they find you could tell like she finds a personal joy in doing that. Yeah, like so like those are the type of people that I would want to see perform. It's just, I guess it's the whole Vegas connotation I'm thinking. Like, right. like if, 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 if Nas was performing, like, maybe somewhere in New York every, like, so nights, like, that's that would like, be yo, so you think Vegas, Vegas is a graveyard? Yes, Madison man. Square like, Garden, then that's right. a different yeah, story. Yeah, at the Garden, right. I'll be there every night. Like, I wouldn't want to miss something so, like but that. But what is it about Vegas, though? What is like, like I said, like, it's just a whole co- this graveyard. It is. It's the like, graveyard. It's, like, it's the place where, like, yeah. people go to, like, they know they'll get a bag and they, they, right. like, they still. So I get why you. So it's like when you, you want to see your heroes in the best light. I right. think that's what it is. I want to see my. And if I, if I associate Vegas with the place you go just to get a bag, like, then it's like, I don't want to see my heroes there. Okay, but Snoop That's is cool. the only one who can pull it off and be unscathed and still be. Cool. Snoop could pull he it would off. be even cooler if he did I, that. Actually, like, he would thing, be. Yeah, because he would he actually would make be. it cool to be in Bro, Vegas. Like, you. yo, I did this. His Everyone. gray braids, his gray braids walk out, they light yo. up a drum. I'm telling you, is, is Snoop. Yeah. I'm sorry, is Snoop. He's older than Jay, right? I don't even he's know. He be. seems older. He's gotta be. Let's Google that shit right now. <laughs> That's the thing, because like Let's we're Google talking about like Jay being the person who's like the oldest to do it, but like I feel like Snoop is actually. Doing it now, he's creating Snoop that may be thing. Younger, where, though. I, like we're saying, he's the Willie Nelson of hip hop. Like he's the guy who's actually the the old, like the OG who's doing it. He was born in 1971. So 71. How old is that? He is. I think Jay was born in the 60s. So I'm shitty with him. He's 46. 46. Jay's yeah. 48. So he's two years younger. You're a Long Island cat, right? Yeah, I was. I was raised in so LA. I have to ask yeah. you a question. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. Or Rakim. Rakim. Okay. Hands why? Down. Okay. And why? And why? I want to hear okay, why. Okay, so I have had this conversation many a times, mm-hmm. just so you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, first, I'm going to delve into Big Daddy King, uh, not Big Daddy King, Rakim. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a block, same block as Rakim's family. Wow. I lived down the street from his cousins, Fiona and Deanna, his uh, nephew, uh, Nunu. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother, Jason, was my man. He used to give me a lot of advice when I was a kid. So I know, like, I know his family. I live also right across the street from uh, Eric Sermon's family. Wow. Literally right across the street. So Rakim's family up the block, Eric Sermon's family right across the street from me. So, okay, Rakim, <laughs> bruh, all I got to say is follow the leader. Mm. Probably one of the illest, lyrically inclined albums in history, still today. Mm-hmm. Still today. Some of his verses from that, from that album, mm. some of his verses from that album, still will shatter any MC today. Bro, this motherfucker used to write his rhymes to a horn. 
He listened to Miles, not Miles Davis, uh, John Coltrane. And that's how he wrote his raps. So if you look at like lyrics when he would like, bro, he had these things we call down the roads. As a rapper, Eminem talked about it. You, you want to connect as many as words as you can. Like Rakim will rhyme with one word. Like before he came out, everybody was like rhyming like, Hey, yo, yo, my name is Ted. So, so sad. Like, like, it was like very like one syllable. Rakim created a way of rapping. He created multi-syllable rhyming. You know what I'm saying? Like, in this land of the, of what do you say? I'm the journal. You're the journalist. Am I eternal or oh, eternalist? What the? F- in the '80s, yeah. bro. Lyrics of fear. You listen to that heat, bro. Like even in Follow the Leader, the song. He's rapping about being trapped in the page as a word and like. It's unheard of. Yeah. It's unheard of. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he's the God. He's right. God, bro. Like, that's where Nas it. came from. I respect so, it. Like, I respect it. He really capitalized on his, um, on what he created. Mm-hmm. The, the standards, the bar that he raised. He mm-hmm. capitalized on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's still doing so loud shows right now. Yeah. Daddy Kane, I love Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. A big daddy king, the three slices in his eyebrows, yeah. and he was a ladies man. I, you know, I'm a ladies man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love Daddy King. Yo, I'm just saying. Yo, like, but- I'm just making a comment right now. Like, we're talking about all this like like historical hip hop, but we're also watching NBA, NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jam right now. So it's just making me mad, nostalgic right now. Like, Earl, who got Patrick the Ewing. Who got the Knicks? Earl Oakley. Irwin right, yeah, who has, where's the Knicks? Who got the Knicks? Irwin. You got the Knicks? You got the Knicks? He got the Knicks. All right, who else? All right, who else? Go New York. Oh, Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. Oh, shit. Yo, honestly, Orlando Yo, go on Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller used to kill an NBA jam. Yo, his shots, you can never stop him. He never missed. Bulls? Ah, the Bulls. Okay. Bulls was kind of like cheating back in the day. Because, like, they they just, like, everybody was, like, the best. Yeah, coach, kid. That's like cheating. What was we talking about? Nah, we just talking about hip-hop. Like, nostalgia. Like, you talking about Rakim. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We do that shit sometimes. Whatever. Um, Yeah, nah, but like I said, Big Daddy King was my man. Um, His rhymes were crazy. I think I'd rather see Big Daddy King, but I'd rather listen to Rakim. Right. Mm. Okay. Yep, okay. And I know why you say that. Yeah. Big Daddy came as a performer. Yeah. Bro, this motherfucker is still now. And his yeah. like he was he's what, fifty? Yeah. He can still get out there and do this. He the, used to like dance on stage. Yeah, like, you know, bro. He but like danced. like smooth, yeah. like not like, like dude did the, he did the move when the dude picked him up with his foot and <laughs> flipped over his head and did a split and the guy yeah, picked yeah. him up and shit like yeah. yo. And I would I would actually compare like to nowadays, like a chance the rapper in terms of his performance. Like I haven't seen a live chance the rapper show, but just to see him sort of how he's like He's rapping and then he'll like break into like a, a, a Chicago like jig dance like real quick yeah, I, and yeah, then he'll keep rapping like it's like he he like fully performs and like you could even tell like he's like orchestrating and conducting his band yeah. while he's performing like it's like he it's puts on a full show yeah. he's not just there like just rapping right. but then you have other artists like a, like a Joey Badass or right. somebody like that who like they're amazing MCs and like they're about the lyrics but they, but they won't put on a show like no a they'll still put on a show but it's just different yeah, I think won't, they won't have that yeah, visual yeah like right. Chance like he'll, he'll, he'll like do a, like a crazy spin move and like do some James Brown moves while right. he's MCing and it, it still make it look fresh so like I think like artists like that are like carrying on that legacy of a cane right um, but like who do you think are the artists like I, I mentioned Joey Badass but do you think are there any artists today that sort of have that Rakim element like to them 
Like in terms yeah. of like like expanding vocabulary and like sort of bringing uh, out new ways of MCing. I would say. For Sean? Yo, shout out to the background music right now. Yeah, it's from Sierra. Yeah, yeah. Sierra. This used to be a jam. I don't Fine care. This video is I don't care what anybody says. I can't talk about this video right now. My wife might be listening. All right. Uh, <laughs> yo, uh, nah, dead ass. Um, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Yes. I would say Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Rakim brought Kendrick Lamar on stage and was like, yo, this man is next. And you got to even think mm -hmm. about it. Kendrick has the same vibe as a Rakim. Like, even mm -hmm. like when he, like, you see him perform, like he's very, like, you can see it in his eyes, he's very intense, he's very focused, intense. very focused, yeah, and it's like, he carries himself like he has something to say. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, I'm just spitting words that rhyme together. Right. He's like, yo, I'm telling you a story. Yeah. And I think that's so, that's so Rakim. You Absolutely. Know, that's so Rakim. And, and Rakim anointed him, he crowned mm. him. Yeah, so, so you it don't get, get, get more Rakim yeah, than that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. that's like, you know, even like, you know, that's like, um, you know, when you, when you anoint somebody, you, you put the crown on him, like you give him that respect, he bestowed it on him. It's like all the respect and validation I have, I give I'm to gi this I'm person. giving it to you. Yeah. So that's big, bro. Yeah, you can't it's, just it's do God, that to anybody. The God MC do that? No. Bro, that shit means a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you know, I like Drake. I love Drake, actually. Mm. I used to didn't like Drake. Okay, so, so can we compare, <laughs> like, not even comparison is the right word, but if there's an artist in the past that we can say, Drake is the now version of this person. Who would we say? Wow, that's wow, that's, that's difficult, right? That's a, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I don't even have an answer myself, but I'm just thinking like, is there an artist that we can say Drake sort of embodies? Because he's so he's such a like a an enigma. Because yeah, like he, he is, he's very he like so. does so many different things well, you know, musically. He's not just an amazing MC like musically, melodically, right. like even even in regards to like taking international influences and like making it sound authentic and putting people on too. and putting people on it's like he's yeah. really good with that i yeah. honestly man like yeah like i said when, when drake first came out uh i think i think so far gone was what 2009 mm -hmm. um when he first came out i didn't like him i was hating so bad i'm like man fuck this nigga who, is this guy? who does he yeah. think he is yeah, singing yeah. and being all soft on records but then when i actually heard him rap i mm -hmm. said yo this Kicking really, Drake can spit, bro, and he's stylish. Like how he does that shit. Like I'm not gonna front. I was a hater, bro. For a Drake, very long time. I'm, I'm a massive fan of Drake, and, and you know, like I said, when he first came out, I didn't like him, mm -hmm. and it took me listening to a lot of his shit. When Take Care came out, I was like, yo, it's just. Dude's nothing to fuck yeah. with. Man. I think it really you know connected. Like yeah, it really connected me when I went internationally. And you see, like, like when I go to, when I went to like London, or you go to anywhere in the UK or other countries, and you see like the impact that he has musically everywhere in the respect. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to think like he like Toronto is not it's not the United States like it's Canada, mm -hmm. and like they have a whole different culture and way of viewing like perspective on life. Of course, and they they have a very like international mind state, yeah. you know. So like. Drake was able to sort of tap into that and sort of reach out to other audiences that were, were neglected by American artists. If right. we're being honest, like you got American artists who weren't necessarily appreciating like um, reggae culture or like um, Caribbean culture or like right. even like London like slang or things like yeah. that. Like you had artists who like just did what they did well, mm -hmm. you know, not even saying it's a bad thing. They just knew what they did well and they represented where they're from. Yeah. But Drake was had the vision enough to say, you know what, like if music's gonna advance and our culture is gonna like expand, we gotta like appreciate and represent and be a voice for the people 
that you know are also appreciating our music right you know if like we bring other people in and understand like these other countries and places have a voice and have their own flavor yeah like it only makes his brand even stronger because like now you have people from around the world who are like yo like drake understands where we're from he like does. he understands who we are you know so like even though there is the whole thing where like people think he's biting a culture vulture off of other people's cultures yeah. like I can see in the bigger picture, like, people appreciate being seen, being represented, you know, and understanding that their music is being heard. So, like, even though, like, I think Drake still, even for me, he's a very polarizing artist yeah. because there's so many things yeah. that you, you yeah. can either love or hate. It's not like you can just be like, oh, that's cool. You know, you got to be like, either I, I really love this or I, like, he should not be doing this. Right. You know, so, like. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's good to be polarizing because at least there's something to talk about. And he's polarizing in a way that's kind of really like his own thing that's never been done before. Never. Like, never. you know, he has a TV acting background. Yeah. So he has that like wide commercial appeal of a Will Smith. Mm -hmm. But then he also has, you know, musically speaking, nowhere near like the cultural relevancy or anything, but he has the reach of somebody like a Jay-Z. He does. Like, follower-wise. He's as big as Jay-Z. Today. Yeah, he's today. At, like, yeah, today. He's as big as Jay-Z, bro. Yo, Drake came in my restaurant a couple weeks ago. I made a joke. <laughs> I made a joke to the, uh, one of the managers there. I was like, yo, I was about to risk it all to go rap for Drake. <laughs> it was bad funny. He was sitting in the back by himself at the biggest table in the restaurant. No one's there. You know, he has seven bodyguards with him, a table full of girls waiting for him. Tracy Ellis Ross comes in, hangs out with him and shit. And, like, you know, we're bringing the food to his table. I'm thinking to myself, should I risk it all right now? Like, no, but I'm a fan. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Drake. Like, I like him a lot. Like, yeah. he, he's, he's yeah. changed. Yeah, he's that's changed it, man. That's the one thing. It's Culturally. like, you can be on one side of the fence or the other in terms of, like, how he goes about doing things or like what he's doing or stylistically how he approaches things but you can't refute you or dispute the all. impact yeah, bro, the impact man. is there man bro, when marvin's room came out oh, man. i think me and erwin was talking about that like uh, like a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. when we was talking about marvin's room i was like yo that song like just the way he that was changed. a cultural moment it was a cultural that moment. was a moment the way he changed like bro like his beats yeah. his production the way he chooses those airy, spacey, like you gotta think, like the hardest dudes, it's just crazy. Were playing yeah. that song and like expressing yeah, the, emotions yeah, like that the they never would with their friends, shit. you know, like it used to be a thing. It used yeah. to be a thing. It used, it used to, to be, be a thing. thing. Like yeah. you know, like whenever we hear Ja Rule. Back yeah, then, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You only play this around your girl. You don't play yeah. it around your, the fellas. Uh, you know, Drake like, has yeah. a way to tap into that sensitive side of a like the hardest nigga walking the street yeah. to like. The like the nerds and you know be real, you know be real, be real. So like that's what with them. that's what that's what I appreciate too. But um, yeah, I, I think um, we're gonna wrap it up now. <laughs> we can keep going, but yeah, we're gonna wrap but it up. Talk, yeah, play some NBA Jam or something. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah so About once again, yeah, this has been Parlay, the Parlay sessions with the Open Canvas. Parlay. Um, shout out to Erwin again. Shout out to the Parlay family. Yeah. Um, shout out to UD Prince. Jason, thank like, you, oh yeah, thank once you for again, us, yeah, man. yeah, thank you guys for being on because I, course, I love man. these type of conversations because it's just like 
it's whatever, you know. It's like it's just us kicking it. Yeah, you know? so, it. got some good tequila going. Yeah, right here. Drink, we're gonna drink some more after we finish, you know, and yeah. just play some NBA Jam. So, yeah, <laughs> appreciate y'all being on, man. Once again, this has been the Open Canvas with D Prince, Jason, and Taj. So, yes, sir. And we out. Peace. Peace. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.